now may the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be always acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. You may be seated. Well, welcome. So good to see you here this 5 o'clock service on uh, the second Sunday of, it's the second Sunday of Lent, right? I don't, I get kind of, yeah, I should know, I shouldn't ask you, but um, second Sunday of Lent, it's good to see you all. Um, today, I want to talk about the collect, um, because the collect is, uh, there's something interesting to me about it, because, because normally in, in collects, um, there's a lot of us language. You know, if we're going to um, pray for God to to uh, restore us or, or forgive us or keep uh, hold us fast, but, but this colic seems actually addressed towards a, a different uh, a third party. There's them language. Glory, O God, whose glory it is always to have mercy, be gracious to all, to all who have gone astray from your ways, and bring them again with penitent hearts and steadfast faith to embrace and hold fast the unchangeable truth of your word. Jesus Christ, your Son. Um, and, and this makes sense. That, I mean, traditionally, Lent uh, was a time for those who, um, who had gone astray um, or who had wandered off from the church. Lent traditionally was a time for them to, to begin to return. Um, it, it was a time for, for those who needed to come back and repent those who needed to return to the fellowship of the church, those who needed to be restored to the fellowship of the church. Um, It it was a time for that. And so this collect is really praying for that. Um, And and this concept of people going astray um, from the faith is something that is... It's something that we don't talk about often in church, but it is talked about everywhere outside of church. Um, it, 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 it's something that we don't really address too much in here. We address it in the halls and things. Everyone has all these ideas of how to get the people back. But um, and there's, there's a million think, think pieces written every year about how, um, how to get people who grew up in the church, who grew up going to the church, whose families, generations have gone to the church, and who go off um, to college, go off to the big city and bail, just seemed to kind of bail uh, from, from the whole thing. Uh, not too long ago, I had a, um, uh, a family was bringing us food uh, because we just had our, our daughter. Some of you have brought me food, and um, it's wonderful. I love it. Uh, and th- this person doesn't go to this church. They're fr- friends friend from in town, um, and she has an adult daughter. And, and we were talking, and I said, like, How, how's your daughter doing? I haven't seen her in a long time, and um, and she said, "Oh, she's good. I mean, she's good professionally. Um, she's got a great job. She's got a great, I mean, a, a good uh, boyfriend." And, um, and and then she said this one thing. She said she's doing really, really great in everything except spiritually. And then she said, "And that's the only thing that actually matters." And then she shifted the conversation. Um, the, 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 this conversation of people going astray um, can hit home. It can hit home with our kids. It can hit home with family members, a brother, or sister, or um, anybody. That the people can grow up in the church, and then they, when they get their moment to 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 go, they go, and they don't seem to come back. Um, and this this colleague says two things. 
about, about this. Um, and, and, I'm, and I'm not going to make it all about them because, because the thing in them um, that, that bothers them, the thing in them that, that pushes them away, it, it's in us too. It, it's not like there's a big difference between us and them. Um, that, that we're all, um, Romans 3 talks about that, that we are all sinners, that we have all fallen short of the glory of God. It's not like um, the people in here are the good ones and the people out there aren't. Um, but maybe theirs is a little bit more pronounced. Maybe there's a, a little bit, maybe they've let that thing in them um, uh, fan a little bit more um, to where it's a little bit more obvious. But the, the colleague sets up two things. Uh, one, the college um, talks about what, what the real problem is for, for, the, for people like you and me or, or like maybe people that you know. The, the, the real problem um, is a denial. There is a denial. All right? I'm, I'm going to speak honestly. I'm not going to try to couch it in like really glowy, fun terms. Um, but but there, is some, there is a sin going on there. It is a denial. Um, it talks about um, that because we know this because it says kind of the answer is bring them again with penitent hearts and a steadfast faith to embrace and hold fast what? The unchangeable truth of your word. That, that, that there is something to the fact that um, we cannot, that, that the people who, um, when you and I get pushed away from Christianity, from, from God. Um, it is a denial, ultimately, of, of how God chooses to come to us, in, mainly in his word. And what I mean by that is most of the time if you talk to people, um, they will say something, something along the lines of, everything that I learned about God over here um, was one thing, and then when life happened over here, um, I didn't see God doing anything. I, 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 when, when my parents got divorced... Um, and God didn't step in and, and fix that situation. I started to wonder. When, when my grandfather got sick, um, uh, suddenly all the things that I learned about in Sunday school, which is great. I mean, no, no, I mean, I kind of I'm overseeing the Sunday school. I don't have a problem with it. Uh, every you know everything that I learned in Sunday schools. Um, but but all of a sudden, when life happened and that didn't seem to connect, that didn't seem to directly impact their life or change their life. Um, when when their when their dad lost their job, you know, and suddenly um, they were they had to leave whatever you know private school and status they had, and and, and they, they shifted their whole life kind of shifted, whatever. It, or it could even be when when she left him, or or when he left her. But time and time again, there's this there's this moment where um, the the God that we get in His Word. Um, we expect certain things to happen in life, and when that doesn't line up the way that we think it should, um, then then people have a tendency to 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 break away, to say, okay, it, since my experience is this, then all of this that I learned, it, it, it must not have been true. It, it must not have been um, the real uh, truth. And so there's a denial there. There's a saying, um, the God that I found in His Word, the God that I was told about isn't actually the God who exists, or he would have done something. Um, This can also lead, this can also kind of blend in with uh, ultimately a denial of wanting God to say anything. Um, Time and time again, I mean, people um, will often, out of a sense of hurt from life, um, if you really boil it down, um, then they will begin to respond to, you know what, because God, if God wasn't able to step in and save my family, 
my parents' marriage, whatever it is, um, if God wasn't able to step in, then I'm not going to let him step in and tell me how to live my own life. I'm not going to let him uh, have the have the last word over how I choose to to manage my relationships, how I choose to manage um, my uh, finances. I don't know how I choose to manage anything. I'm gonna I'm going to decide for myself, and I'm going to leave that behind and go forward. And so the, the colleague is saying that, that those who have gone astray, there is a denial. They, they've denied God as found in His Word. Um, but but the the hope. The hope of them returning. One thing that we as Christians are meant to, to pray, to plead. And maybe tonight on the second Sunday of Lent at this five o'clock service, tonight is a time for you to um, plead. For your children. For your grandchildren. I don't know, for, for your niece or, or nephew or your brother or your sister. Someone who has gone astray. And maybe they will come to mind right now as I'm talking. And it will be somebody that you will sit and plead before God. Plead before Him. To, to remember the promise He made in, in His um, baptism of them. I, I was in a, um, a conference a while back with a pastor. I might have shared this story in here, but um, he, 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 at one point, um, he prayed. He, he's actually no longer um, with us. Um, he died a few years ago, but he prayed. He was praying for his daughter who had left the faith. Um, but the way he prayed for her, I, I was shocked. I didn't even think as a pastor you were allowed to say it. That he, he lit, I mean, this is a father pleading with God for his daughter to return to the faith. And he, and he said, God, um, in referencing to her baptism, he said, God, um, you, you baptized her. You chose her. And he said, don't make yourself a liar. Bring her back. Um, and, and maybe there's something in us that needs to have that kind of... Um, if there's something that comes to mind, maybe it is sitting and saying, God, um, you put your name on this child. When we baptize a child, the beauty of it is we say, you are marked as Christ's own forever. Someday, um, you know, my, I might be praying for my children. God, do not make yourself a liar. You chose them. You put your name on them. Call them home. Um, but the second thing is that um, the word that's going to bring them home. The, the, th- or maybe, uh, I, the thing that's going to bring them home is not um, some kind of new ethic. It, it's not some kind of get your life together kind of thing. It is not um, uh, some kind of new program or new um, uh, even contemporary service, as great as this is. It, it, it's not all of these little gimmicks. But the, the thing that will bring them home, that we're praying will bring them home, is the same thing um, that that brought them to begin with. It's the Word of God. But, but it's not the Word of God as a demand or as a law. It, it's, simply, it's the Word of God as a promise to them. He, he, he talks about in the, in the, um, the colic, the colic talks about that, that we would with penitent hearts with, and have steadfast faith to embrace and hold fast. To hold fast the unchangeable truth of your word. Uh, last night I watched um, uh, the, one of my favorite movies, Master and Commander. It came out in 2003. It's an old 19th century British naval um, movie. And I think um, it, it, it's amazing. But at the very beginning, uh, they're going through, these, they're going through a, a, a naval battle. And this guy is holding on to the, the side. And on his hands he has tattooed, hold fast. It's like a really sailor thing. Um, that's what faith looks like. It is, it is gripping something, knowing if I, 
there's a lot about, there's a lot around me that would tell me to let go of this right now. You know, there, my life is falling apart and yet I'm going to grip onto this like a, like a sailor holding on for dear life as a ship is tossed to and fro. I'm going to hold on to this word, to this word and trust that it will not let me down. Um, last illustration we're done. Uh, over my paternity leave, I had some time, um, you know, holding a baby to, to, you know, you just kind of watch some, pick some new shows, watch them. And I, I started watching the, um, the kind of the History Channel. It's on Amazon Prime now, but um, the show Vikings. Uh, and it, it's a show all about um, Vikings. And um, and this this one Viking, Ragnar Lothbrok, which I'm like, can we go back to naming kids like that? Like, that sounds awesome. Um but uh, but but it all centers around um, this this Viking Ragnar Lothbrok who who encounters the British um, Isles and kind of their interactions. And in the very first season, he he um, he meets a British monk when they go over and they raid in in Britain. He kidnaps a British monk named Athelstead, and Athelstead becomes a main character because Athelstead um, goes back over to Norway with the, the the Vikings and he lives among them. And Athelstead, throughout the whole show, is undergoing a crisis of faith. Um, because, and one of the main things he talks about is that um, he, he no longer um, can feel God's presence. He no, he, he, he is, he is, all of his faith um, that he learned in all of his monkish studies and all these things has been totally upended by these North, uh, these, these Norse men who have come and, and taken him out. Um, and seem to desecrate everything that he holds dear and yet are, are still standing strong and, and all of these things. Um, and at one point he talks about one of the main crises that he has is that, um, that, that, that the Norse gods he feels, he sees, that, that they're, they're, they're present in every little thing that he does. That he, he talks about, a, yes, I mean, Jesus you could find over here in, in the scriptures or in, in this religion, but, but Thor, I see Thor's hammer every time it thunders. You know, every time, I, I, these are gods who are visceral. You cannot deny them. So he's, he's, he's in the same place that you and I get where um, everything around him is screaming that um, these are the gods. These are the gods that, that you should serve. These are the true gods because they took you from the living God. And if, if, you know, the Vikings are constantly mocking him like, if your God is so powerful, why are you here? You know, why did we take you that easily? We walked right into your sanctuary, took you out, desecrated everything, and your God did nothing. Um, and, and Athelstead is continually, um, he goes, he goes with the Norsemen some and then he comes back and continually, um, caught between the present reality of his situation and, and, and leaning into that and this, this grip that he has on, on, on the living, the true God, um, that, that he can't quite let go of, even though he tries to let go of it. And at one point in the show, um, he has one moment when he finally reconverts. And it is not a moment where the Vikings are defeated in battle. You know, it's not like he watches them be defeated and he thinks, ah, oh, this is, this is the true God. I'm going to go back with the Christians. Um, it, it is not a moment in which, um, he converts all the Vikings and he says, oh, you know, um, it, it, it's, it's, it's much smaller. It's much more hidden. It's a moment when he's alone in his room and he's kneeling down and praying. And he describes it in the show as that suddenly, out of nowhere, he felt this rush 
of God's, of, of Christ's love for him. That, that he said, suddenly, um, more, I, 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 I had no doubt at all that Christ loved me. And that's what converts his character in this TV show. And from then on, he, he no longer believes in the Norse gods, but he, he's committed to the, the true God. And I say all that to say that maybe for you, in your heart, in the, in the places that go astray, that, that have a, whole time, a hard time um, believing this, maybe for your loved one, maybe for your child or your niece or nephew or grandchild, um, maybe... It's not going to be um, some grand thing that happens. It brings them back. But that the living God knows them. That at some point in their life, he will seek them out. And they might be sitting alone in a room, feeling like they have nowhere else to go. And suddenly, suddenly God's word will come to them. That he knows them. That he knew them before they even knew him. He knew them in their mother's womb, that he, that he chose them before the foundations of the earth, and that he loves them. And maybe for you, this Lent, maybe for you, this Lent, God's word will come to you and remind you. He loves you. He knows you. He knows everything there is to know about you, and he chooses you still. And he sent his son to die for you, and all is forgiven. Amen.